It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. Let's go back to your huddle. On Giants.com. Tempo, tempo, tempo. And the Giants mobile app. Go, 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 part go. Part of the Giants podcast network. Yeah. Paul Dottino back on the Giants huddle with Giants Super Bowl champion receiver Victor Cruz after the Giants knock off the Philadelphia Eagles at MetLife Stadium by the count of 13-7. to 7. Here's the rapid reaction. You can always hear it on all of your Giants social media platforms and at Giants.com. Look, Victor, I know it was dramatic. I know it came down to the final incompletion inside the one-yard line, but a win is a win is a win no matter how crazy or how dramatic it might have been yeah how we'll take them however they come man you know the giants we've been uh you know the season hasn't been good to us so far but we'll take the win um daniel jones played a clean game the defense played their tails off four takeaways um it's just uh, it was happy just to see you know the full team kind of come together and the defense play just above and beyond there is no question that the defense stole the show today i don't want to take the headline from them however because of the change in offensive coordinators from jason garrett to freddie kitchens we do have to address the offense it wasn't pretty all the time but they were methodical they took what the eagles gave them and most importantly i thought no giveaways and the team only had two penalties today for 15 yards. Yeah, it was huge. They didn't shoot themselves in the foot. Daniel Jones, traditionally, when he keeps the ball and doesn't turn the ball over, they win games. And he plays well, and they win football games. So that's what we did today. I, saw, I love seeing the creativity that Freddie Kitchens doing there, a little flea flicker to the tight end. Usually think flea flicker, we're going down the field. It's a little nice short pass to the tight end to get some good, some big yardage. So it was just good to see them mix it up a little bit. You can see they played inspired football. The offense did a little bit more, and that usually comes when there's a change at the that position you want to play not only for yourself but to prove that you know that guy or, or Jason Garrett wasn't the, the the focal point that we can also do this too now again the running game did struggle some I mean Saquon Barkley I think only had 40 yards on the ground today uh, but nonetheless he did have that one big explosive run that gave us a glimpse of what Saquon could be when he's healthy again yeah and I think that was great to see not just for us as Giants fans um, but uh, but for Saquon I think he still has that ability to to be that game-breaking running back that we all know and love but he just gotta you know having some injuries kind of set you back mentally so he's got to just continue to put these these good moments and these big runs behind him and build on them and uh because we expect a lot from him obviously and we're going to need him down the stretch here to be the Saquon that we all know and love tell me what you saw today offensively that you think they can build on because even though they only wound up with 13 points they did have a missed field goal so they might have had some other points and they also quite frankly they had other two two other opportunities in the Philly uh area where they got across the 50 and could have got more points and didn't but what would you like to see them build on what spark did you see well, I just definitely saw a spark of creativity in terms of play calling. Um, but the things they could bank on is execution. I think I love that Galladay got seven targets today. He was, you know, heavily involved in the offense, getting him the football, at least, at least feeling like he's a part of the scheme, which I love. And then just in the red zone or in the green zone, which I like to call it, there has to be execution. There has to be a level of understanding things happen quicker down here. We design plays and play calls to get the ball to our playmakers. Those fade routes in the corner to Galladay and our other bigger receivers have to come down with those. They have to get on the same page with those with Daniel Jones. I think this week is where you see the Giants take another step in, you know, a step forward in the right direction. Uh, final numbers on Daniel Jones, 19 of 30 for 194 yards. Nothing spectacular, but again, he didn't make any mistakes. And I think in all honesty, Tom Coughlin used to say you got to learn not to lose, right? Yeah, 100%. you got to learn not to lose. You have to understand as a quarterback, your job is to protect the football, get the ball to your playmakers, keep your team in position to win the football game. I think that's what you see with the great ones like Brady, like A-Rod, like Aaron Rodgers. You kind of see how they don't lose the game. They make plays throughout the game, but when it's 
it's time to win it, they anchor down and they win those football games. So I think Daniel Jones has to continue to build on that, winning these games, not not losing these games, protecting the football, and building on these wins moving forward. Were there any moments during the course of this game, because we all say that Daniel shows us flashes of what we think he can be, were there any moments during this game today, whether it be the one-yard touchdown pass to Chris Myrick, which I think shocked the entire stadium, uh, or maybe a couple of the scrambles where you said to yourself, you know what, that was a really smart decision. That's the kind of thing a winner needs to do. It's definitely the pass to Myrick that was, that was really good, but it was definitely the rushes. There was a couple of rushes where he knew where traditionally or in plays before, he would probably try to force a pass or try to get a pass to his guy and trusting his receivers. Now he made the better decision of taking what he can with his legs and getting out of bounds or sliding or putting himself in a position where he's taking care of the football and not making those, you know, kind of those opportunistic throws that can go 50-50, that can go either way. And traditionally this year at least, those have been going the opposite way for him. So he's been making better decisions in terms of just taking what's in front of him Taking whatever yards he can, you know, running the football, getting out of bounds, or even creating a first down with his legs, and taking what the defense gives him and moving the ball down the field. Now, we talk about that being progress to play that kind of ball, but ultimately, with another six games to go, can they continue to play that kind of ball and expect to win a bunch of games? Or do they have to be able to literally find the spark and become a much more dynamic offense? I think they have to find the spark. Obviously, they're going to face other teams that are, you know, better than Philadelphia Eagles were today. They're going to face good teams. Miami Dolphins next week, they're coming off a really good game where two is playing very good football, and they're going to score some points. So you know the defense is going to hold up. You know our defense is playing above and beyond right now, which we love, but we know that they have to, you know, to depend on the defense to sustain that. Play in and play out is tough, and you want the offense to kind of come through execute at a high level, score some points, uh, just to give the defense some help so that they're not just pinning their ears back and going after the quarterback and not getting anything in return from the offense. Let's talk about the defense for a second. They've been going with this bend but don't break now for about a month. It's been mostly effective. Of course, Tom Brady's Tom Brady, and he did what he needed to do. But this has been a good philosophy for this team, and they have clamped down on people in the red zone like nobody's business. Yeah, they understand exactly what's asked of them. They bend but don't break. You might give some big plays on them, you might get a big run, but when it's time to anchor down and get a stop, this defense has come through, especially today, and not just come through with, you know, third down stops or forcing them to field goals, they're creating turnovers, they're getting interceptions, timely interceptions, in key moments of the game where they're shifting the entire energy and the perspective of the football game with their aggressiveness on defense. Do you see something as you're watching this defense, when teams get inside the 20, that you say yourself, if I were a receiver on the field right now, I'd have trouble trying to score against these guys? Well, I think they're just selling out. I think guys are just out there putting it all on the line from a receipt, from a, uh, a defensive standpoint, from the defensive line. They're getting after the quarterback. Linebackers are flying around left and right. And then the DBs are really clamping down on their guys. Xavier McKinney's just flying around the football field. Really has a knack. I'm just watching him. Kind of took a couple plays where I'm just watching him move around the field. And he really has a knack of understanding where the football is, reading the quarterback's eyes, and attacking to where exactly the football is going to be when the quarterback throws it. So it's just good to see him mature, seeing him mature right in front of our eyes, really, after facing some injuries in the years before. Um, so it's good to see this defense as a whole just coming together and playing really well. I think what's surprising to me, Victor, is that over the course of the last month, as these guys have come together on D, they're doing it without Blake Martinez, who was hurt very early in the season. Jabril Peppers goes down. Logan Ryan is lost for the last couple of games because of COVID protocol. To be frank with you, I think it's 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 a lot of talent to lose and 
to still play this well is amazing to me. 100%. Those are three captains that you just named. You know what I mean? Those are guys that have, that have a C on their chest when they're out there playing. What you love to see as a teammate is having those leaders out there on the field with you. So to not have them and for this defense to still anchor down, play good football, stop people, be physical, it's just a great sign for the Giants and a great sign for these last six games, this last stretch of games here, to see if we can put some things together, string some wins together, and just look up at the end of the season and see where we net up. All right, tell me what you see in this pass rush, because they're in the middle of the pack or so in terms of getting sacks. But I do see that there are a lot of occasions where they're affecting the quarterback. They may not be getting there, but they're impacting the play. You could see Hertz was bothered on the interceptions that he threw today. Yeah, 100%. It's good to see those guys kind of get after the quarterback, even just get in his face. It's not always about sacks all the time. It's about making that quarterback feel uncomfortable, flushing him out of the pocket, making him make decisions in a phone booth, and that's what you want him to do. And I think, I mean, Leonard Williams has been playing spectacular. Sexy Dexy, Dexter Lawrence has been playing great. He obviously came up with that for his fumble earlier uh, in the game or towards the end to kind of seal it, so to speak. So it's just good to see them attacking the quarterback, getting there. And um, now we just need to finish it with sacks, right? But we'll take the hurries. We'll take the pressures because it's uh, it's good for the DBs because they'll get to those opportunistic balls, come up with defensive uh, interceptions. It looks to me like the DBs are feeding off of that, and they're playing much more confident and assertive than they had earlier in the season. They're a lot closer to guys. They're a lot more physical with guys. You must notice that as a receiver. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially whether I'm out there or not, you can see that, you know, those guys are in their hip pocket. They're in your face. They're coming after you. And, you know, a wise receiver coach always taught me that you're – your route isn't based on the guy in front of you. It's based on how fast that D-line can get to that quarterback. So, that you know, we understood that very, very early on. So we knew we had to get where we were supposed to be, how we're supposed to be. And when that DB's draped on you each and every play, whether it's run or pass, you know that this defense is coming to play. All right, let's talk about the young guys for a second. Roche and Ojolari on the edge. Uh, both guys look like they're growing real quick, and they're becoming a real important part of this team. And, look, I don't know how many people thought it would happen this quickly, but I see stuff from those guys. Yeah, 100%. Those guys are definitely showing flashes. And I'm sure being around guys like Leonard Williams in that room and, and just having older guys to kind of feed off of and pick their brains, I'm sure that helps. And I'm sure they're feeding off of that. They're seeing things. They're making those changes week in and week out on the film. And it's really been paying off out here, man. Those guys are flying around playing good football. And we're going to need them on this last stretch of games here after Thanksgiving for them to play at a high level. Do you think that the bend but don't break philosophy that they've done is is the kind of thing that they can sustain over the course of time because they've gotten turnovers now in every single game they've played this year. Well, you need those if you're going to survive that kind of philosophy. Yeah, I think they can. I think they have to continue to keep that mindset. But I think at some point they got to start imposing their will on some teams, right? Because this defense is good. They're confident. They're building on this confidence week in and week out. Now they have to find the team that they can impose their will and say, hey, this is what we do. We're going to send the kitchen sink at you. We're going to send players. We're going to send blitzes. We're going to fall back in zones. We're going to give you the full gamut of what we can do, and it's up to you to stop it, and it's going to be pretty hard to deal with us in these coming weeks. All right. I need to ask you about today because it was Michael Strahan Day. He gets his 92 retired, and, you know, I think this place was rocking for him. They had the towels going. It was really an experience. What will you always remember about Michael Strahan, your teammate? I mean, just his presence, his smile, 
the way he's just a leader of men, even now in retirement. He's, we still have correspondence. We still talk. We still speak. He still gives me words of encouragement and wisdom. And I know he does that for all other players as well. So it's just um, he's just a leader of men, man. And I think he's always going to hold a special place in my heart. When I was a kid, just working in a clothing store, he popped in there all the time and gave me some wise words of wisdom before I was even thought of playing football or anything. So fast forward to now to know him, have his number, be in correspondence with him, talk to him whenever I want. It's it's a it's a dream come true. Is there a story you can give me about him as a teammate that was either before a game, after a game, during a game that you might be able to share with us that kind of typifies what kind of player he was? Um, well, unfortunately, I was never an exact teammate with Stray. I missed him by like a year or two. Um, but th- I think it goes back to that story when, when I was a kid and I was kind of in and out of college doing some, some academic issues and I was working in a clothing store called Image in Garden State Plaza here in Jersey. And he would come in there all the time and my manager knew I played football, knew I was kind of going through my ups and downs. And he goes, hey, Stray, I want you to introduce you to a guy named Victor. He plays ball. And he had nothing but good words to say to me. He was like, man, just continue to straight, you know, stay the course, stay focused, listen to your parents, trust the people around you. And um, and then fast forward to know him now, and I brought that story up to him last, uh, the last time I saw him, and he remembered it. And it was just like it's just indicative of who he is, you know, and, and, and just his character as a person. And um, you, you know, I need to ask him. If, I need a I need a discount. I need some money back on that on that purchase <laughs> he made. You know, I didn't get my. I didn't get my package, my severance package when I left there, so I got to get back on him and, and get on him about that. <laughs> Shame on me, because you're right. He had the 07 title, you had the 11 title, and, and you know, if you had been a year earlier, you would have had two rings. <laughs> I wish, man. I, you know, I look at Justin Tuck, and I was like, man, if my birthday was a couple years before, I'd have two rings right now, you know? So I always give him crap about that. All right, final thing, beating the Philadelphia Eagles here at the stadium. Look, they had beaten the Giants 20 out of the last 25 times they've played. You know what it means to this organization to beat that rival, especially after last year when Philly lost the last game of the season and the Giants didn't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. I mean, beating any team, is any any win that we can get as a Giant is incredible. But beating a division foe, the Philadelphia Eagles, which we're always not too fond of, it's always a huge tip in our cap, a huge thing in our feathers. So we have to make sure that we just continue to build on this win, enjoy it for today, but we still got some work to do in these coming weeks. And, um, and who knows, man? You know, Dallas is kind of trending in the opposite direction. Philly's obviously there. Washington plays. Um, tonight, so we'll see what happens. Uh, final thing, you're in great shape. The offense needs a spark. I mean, could I maybe get you a helmet? I mean, if you find one in my size, Paul, jump out there and run around. Why not? Why not? Crew is great to see you again. Happy holidays. Always a pleasure, Paul. Thank you, man. The Giants beat the Philadelphia Eagles 13 to 7 at MetLife Stadium. This has been the Giants Huddle Rapid Reaction with Super Bowl champion wide receiver Victor Cruz. You can catch it on Giants.com and all of your favorite Giants social platforms. So long, everybody.